Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911, Monday morning, two man car. Welcome to the uh, to the show. I got Paul Clay, Jess Romero. Uh, Paul, good morning, my friend. We're, are you reporting for duty? I am. Yes, I am. 10 8, ready to go. That's right. We're suited up and ready to go. We want to talk about what seems to be on the Catholic uh, uh, on the Catholic orbit right now. Everybody's talking about Father Pavone, but we want to just have a talk about a preliminary topic, which may give you some insight as to why Father Pavone was canceled. Uh, there's a great article. It's uh, it's called it's by Luis Sergio Solimio. It's put out by tfp.org. Uh, the article's called Pope Francis, quote, if I see the gospel in a sociological way only, yes, I am a communist and so too is Jesus. So let's jump into this article and see, let's read the interview between Pope Francis and the journalist. It, it uh, says, last November, Pope Francis gave the Jesuits of left-leaning America magazine an extensive and exclusive interview on a wide range of topics, including polarization in the U.S. church, racism, the war in Ukraine, the Vatican's relations with China, and church teaching on the ordination of women. Among the addressed issues, perhaps the most serious and troubling is Pope Francis's attitude in the face of accusations that he is sympathetic, sympathetic to socialism and communism. Which, by the way, just P.S., it's been denounced by about 150 years of papal uh, papal decrees for at least 150 years. There's been strong papal statements against socialism and communism. The article says, In an interview, Father Matt Malone, Jesuit, departing editor-in-chief of America Magazine, said to Pope Francis, quote, In the United States, there are those who interpret your criticisms of market capitalism as criticisms of the United States. There are even some who think you may be a socialist, or they call you a communist, or they call you a Marxist. Close quote. The Argentine's Pope's answer is stunning. He says, quote, If I see the gospel Mm -hmm. in a sociological way only, yes, I am a communist. And so too is Jesus. Behind these Beatitudes and Matthew 25, there is a message that is Jesus' own, and that is to be Christian. The communist stole some of our Christian values. Close quote. It is shocking for a pope to insinuate that the gospel viewed in a sociological way only reveals that Jesus was a communist, and therefore he is too. And the article says, besides being blasphemous, Such an insinuation stems from a methodological error. Obviously, a sociological analysis of the gospel in strictly scientific terms does not lead to that conclusion. That only occurs when one adopts a so-called Marxist analysis as scientific as does liberation theology. Now, Marxist analysis is nothing but an adaptation of reality to the a prioristic Marxist premise. Marxists do not investigate reality 
according to objective facts, but interpret and adapt it to the previous conclusions of the communist and socialist party ideas. One more paragraph that I want to get Paul's take on this. It's not surprising that Pope Francis states, quote, the communists stole some of our Christian values, close quote. It also explains his lavish praise for the late Cardinal Agostino Casaroli, the leading promoter of the Vatican policy of detente, which detente, with, with communist regimes, detente basically means it's a political strategy to try to ease uh, hostility or, or strain relations. As, yeah, detente. De, thanks. I knew, I knew Rich would know how to say it. Especially between uh, countries. Uh, again, just like the serious effort at detente was, uh, happened during the Cold War. But uh, going back to Cardinal Agostino Casarelli, the leading promoter of the Vatican policy of detente with communist regimes, who affirmed Catholics who live in Cuba are happy under the socialist regime. Ditto Pope Francis' satisfaction concerning with dialogue, the dialogue with China, because he says the Chinese are a people of great wisdom, close quote. Everyone knows he's not dialoguing with the Chinese people, with the commun- but with the Chinese Communist Party. Paul... This article has, hit a, has said a mouthful so far. Uh, what's your take on what we've just shared here with the audience? <laughs> Jess, when you, when you just made the unpack statement. Unpack this, that, unpack uh, this. Yeah, when you just made the, the statement that communists were happy, happy living in Cuba, uh, it made me think about all the boatloads of people that are constantly trying to escape Cuba to get to the United States. Uh, Shark you infested know. waters. Yeah, and shark-infested waters, risking life, limb, their children, and everything that they have just so that they can touch down on American soil. Uh, again, I was talking to uh, uh, my uh, parish priest yesterday, and it, we were having a discussion, and he mentioned the fact that when Our Lady uh, accused Russia, uh, you know, said that, you know, uh, the, the errors of Russia would spread, she's not talking about the Russian people. Uh, people. She's talking about ideology, their government, their communism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, yes, yes. yes. And so, uh, you know, people need to make that distinction. The Russian people are people like any other people. Christ died for them. He loves them. He, he, he you know, he, he's wishing that none should perish. But is it is the evil? Uh, by the way, as you know, and I know you know this. The enemy of the Christian is the world, the flesh, and the devil. And communism is essentially a a system of government that is from the ground up. I'll say from the world, you know that you know. Whereas the church has always put forth, uh, you know, uh, uh, liberty. You know, this 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 liberty of the liberty that we have in Christ, not just you know a free for all. And, and it shaped the modern world to what we have today. So, yeah, he's you, you were correct when you said that he goes against uh, li- literally probably hundreds and hundreds of, uh, of great minds in the church who taught something exactly the opposite. Yeah. You know, we've been low to sleep, Jess, over here. You know, we've had good leaders, relatively good, or at least innocuous, I'll say, you know. Right. I mean, yeah. the, the Demo- you know, you know, uh, John F. Kennedy, the Democrats back in the day, you know, weren't, uh, you know, the blue dog Democrats. They weren't anything compared to what's going on today. But right now, right now, evil is unveiled. 
that's my take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Communism, wherever it's been tried, it's failed. And the reason is, is because it's, it's an atheistic system which which renounces all mm -hmm. religions. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, communism, when it's actually practiced, it's it's a fanatical, it's a dark and intolerant religious system. It is a religion. Yes. It's a religion yes. of man. It's it's a man-centered religion. Christianity yes. is a religion of heaven. Communism yes. is a religion of the earth. That That's right. the way I see it, Paul. That's right. Yeah. And, and you'll see the difference between Christianity and communism. I think one of the big differences is. Christianity is a religion uh, that preaches love for everyone. Communism preaches class hatred and warfare, uh, you know, based on, on uh, you know, being faithful to the party. Well, yeah. And so on the one hand, it, it may appear that people under communism, look, there's no conflict there. They're all on the same page. They're all do like a bunch of ants. You know, they, they all have a job to do and they're doing the same thing. But in reality, you know, it is it is our system and the way things work that has allowed the world to soar, literally to, to, to you know, unimaginable things that we, you know, the creativity, everything that, you know, communism is exactly the opposite. And if you can, if you have an idea that they don't like, they, they, they want to extinguish that idea. And Jesus said, if the son shall make you free, just you shall be free indeed. And, and man was created for God. Um, and by God, for God, and we can't ever escape that that reality. And um, anytime you put men in charge of other men, and they don't like the ideas, and they want to cram down a woke ideology or, or this idea, these false ideas that uh, you know the, the Green New Deal. Not to say that you know we shouldn't you know try to you know be good stewards Recycle of the all, earth. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that at all. But when you essentially say that eating meat is evil and, and all of these things and the world's going to be destroyed, the world's not going to be destroyed until God uh, decides it's going to be destroyed. Yes. Amen. You know, Paul, everywhere communism has been tried, it mercilessly persecutes Christians, Catholics and Protestants. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. China, Vietnam, North Korea, Cuba. Uh, I mean, yes. it's, it's, it's relentless against its persecution of Christians. Yeah. Going back to the article, it says, uh, talking about polarization, it says, having referred to the present polarization of American public opinion and within the life of the church, the new editor of American magazine, Father Sam Sawyer, asked, how can the church respond to polarization with its own, within its, with its own life and help respond to polarization in society? Pope Francis answered categorically, polarization is not Catholic. Polarization on philosophical Religious or other topics results from disagreement about their correctness or veracity. So there is a clash in public opinion or sectors of it. We'll continue talking about uh, this article in communism, Pope Francis's interview. Very interesting and very insightful into the mind of Pope yep. Francis. Jesus 911, check it out. Go to vmpr.org, share this show with other people, and uh, we'll be right back. <clears throat> Speaking the truth and charity. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. So 
Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two-man car. Pope Francis gave an insightful interview with America Magazine, a left-leaning leaning magazine run by the Jesuits. Mm. Uh, and uh, we're talking, they're asking him about polarization. And so in the context of Father Sawyer's question, the editor of America Magazine, answering that polarization is not Catholic is tantamount to saying that Catholics cannot defend their beliefs passionately oh, yes. and seek to prevent evils such as procured abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and, uh, and the like. Uh, pa just, Paul, has, just, yeah, just, go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Just, just right there. That, that statement is so important because yeah. that's the truth. You know, love corrects, the Bible says, and, and it is our job to correct part of our job as Christians is to proclaim truth, thus essentially, you know, cutting off error at the knees. Yeah. And if you and if and if we're all um, under a system that does not allow for um, correction, what you have is you have it, it, just just, for, just think about examples that the Bible uses. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So if you have a piece of bread that's, you know, uh, it, it's good to eat, uh, or, or no, excuse me, uh, or, 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 or the old idea, I'm, I'm jumping, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch, right? One bad apple or one bad potato in there will ruin all your potatoes. It'll spread. Whatever, whatever defect is there in that one potato will begin to spread throughout the rest of the potatoes. And so uh, this is why we have to... Um, call out sin for what it is and we have to be separate come out from amongst them you know we can't you know just uh act like hey can't we all just get along i call that the rodney king uh, ideology in yeah. the sense can't we all just get along no we can't god will vanquish evil evil is bad uh nothing evil in heaven and i don't know why people have such a difficult time getting this you know paul it seems uh again we as catholics we're called to defend the perennial truths of the catholic church and yeah. uh you know it, some people might call that being polarizing i mean how, how can yeah. love and tr love and truth aren't polarizing being charitable mm -hmm. and sharing the truth they're not polar opposites polarization is caused by the people who move away from the truth because what they're doing is they're, they're headed towards satan the father yes. of lies and, and yes. in fact, the, the Catholic Church had these great polemicists. I mean, these people that made these strong uh, arguments against a another another person's position. That's what we you got. Think? The, they call the church fathers. They yes. fought against the anti-Trinitarians. They fought against the Gnostics, the Manichaeans, the yes. Pelagians, uh, Saint Irenaeus, Saint Athanasius, Saint Jerome, Saint Augustine, Saint Robert yeah. Bellarmine. These, these they refuted Protestant errors, secular errors. Uh, again. I don't. I, I can't see why people consider this uh, polarizing. Uh, charity and truth are not polarizing. The article says here, denying the principle of non-contradiction. Even Graver, in trying to justify his claim that Pope, uh, Pope Francis has claimed that Pope Francis has claimed that polarization is not Catholic, Pope Francis denies the fundamental principle of non-contradiction, according to which one cannot affirm. And deny the same thing at the same time and under the same aspect. And then there's something like, you know, you can't say there's a God and not God at the same time. Either A or mm -hmm. B is true. K 
Okay, both mm-hmm. can't be true at the same time. Either there is a God or there's not a God. A and B cannot be true at the same time. That's called That's the principle right. of non-contradiction. They're, they're, they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the intuitive principle is at the core of human thought, and its negation leads to complete relativism. Nevertheless, Pope Francis insisted on this point, leaving no room for doubt as to his thinking. Here's what he said. Mm. Polarization is not Catholic. A Catholic cannot think either or and reduce everything to polarization. The essence of what is Catholic is both and the Catholic unites the good and the not so good. The more harmony there is between the differences and the opposites, the more Catholic it is. The more polarization there is, the more one loses the Catholic spirit and falls into a sectarian spirit. This saying is not mine, but I repeat it. What is Catholic is not either or, but is both and and, and, and combining differences. And this is how we understand the Catholic way of dealing with sin, which is not puritanical, saints and sinners both together. Stop uh, right there, Jess. Go ahead. Just stop right yeah, yeah. there. This comment. Let me tell you something. How clever the wording is here. You know, no, yes, yeah. we know there are many principles within the within Catholicism that are true, both and. And it sounds so good, you know, both and we're we're inclusive, you know. But le- let me tell you something. This is diabolical. Uh, you have to remember that, you know, how about the question, why does God uh, allow evil? Well, in order to bring about a greater good. And so right now in church militant, uh, there is going to be, uh, you know, when you proclaim truth, uh, those who hate the truth, those that despise the truth, they will be offended and they will lash out. So during this period, as we march toward the promised land uh, in church militant, there will be this contention uh, that is normal. There's evil in the world, and God allows it. Why? To bring about a greater good. And this is, uh, you know, so we don't compromise with evil. You know, there was there were instances in the Bible in the Old Testament where Israel was commanded by God to go out and destroy everyone and don't take anything, and they disobeyed God. And because God knew that these things would begin to corrupt, uh, but Israel had to learn a hard lesson. Um, again, we as Catholics are called to proclaim the truth, like you said, in love. It pains me that we can, you know, because we're, you know, we've had, uh, you know, uh, we, we've lived in a time where we've had relative peace and 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 good popes, and and then all of a sudden, man, you get exposed. It's like, how dare they, you know, say, you know, criticize something that the Holy Father said? Well, listen. This is why formation of conscience is so, so important because, uh, you know, uh, you have to be trained uh, in the things of God uh, so that when the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, you know, the Bible says in Christ, we've been given the mind of Christ and we can apply these things to our life. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We have to apply these things, you know. Uh, in order to sort through this, because we don't have a clear voice today of there's no clarity when it comes to truth. I know it sounds like I'm rambling, but I mean, no, 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 no. He's he's uh, yeah. he definitely uh, I, look, just objectively speaking, Pope Francis makes a lot of moral relativist statements. And that's a problem yeah. because, yeah. again, he's the buck stops with him. 
And that yes. that ambiguity, I mean, the, the, his the, the ambiguous the ambiguous statements that he makes, uh, it trickles down all the way down to the pew. And you wonder why Catholics uh, say, well, I guess it's not that important to go to mass. I guess I'm not sure if Jesus is present in the Eucharist. Ambiguity pre- breeds contempt for the truth. It's dangerous. Yeah. And, uh, and again, going back here, just uh, the last part of the article, it says, Pope Francis is consistent with his denial of the principle of non-contradiction. In the same reply to Father Sower, Sawyer well, from American, uh, Leftist America magazine run by the Jesuits, he states, quote, If we see how the Holy Spirit acts, here's what Pope Francis says, it first causes disorder. Think of the morning of Pentecost and the confusion and mess it created there. And then it brings about harmony. The Holy Spirit in the church does not reduce everything to just one value. Rather, it harmonizes opposing differences, close quote. The article says, to claim that the Holy Spirit first causes disorder when he acts is blasphemy, I agree. <laughs> the third person of the Holy Trinity could not operate from disorder, for being supreme wisdom, God is supreme order as well. So Pope Francis gives Pentecost, considered the Catholic Church's public birth, as an example of the disorder through which the Holy Spirit supposedly acts. I'm scratching my head this here, is, Paul. I, yeah, yeah, this is verbal gymnastics he's using. Oh, you know, he's taking certain things that are true and trying to connect to things that can never be true. On that occasion, it says, gathered in the cynical, the apostles received the Holy Spirit as our Lord had promised, were confirmed in grace, and went forth full of zeal to preach the wonderful works of God. Acts 2.11, the Spirit of Truth, John 14.17, cannot act through disorder, which is opposite God's order. The things or acts arranged to divine according to divine wisdom and ultimately aimed at His glory just as truth does not proceed from error, order cannot proceed from disorder. It's a lot of okay, well, fallacy. Me, yeah, yeah. Then let me just say this, Jess. In that statement and in, in that understanding, if you were to say yes, um, uh, yes, yes, Pope Francis, I, I agree with that. You're basically denouncing two thousand years of Catholic history. Okay, yeah. you're essentially saying that the Church was wrong at. Ver- Every time in history. And I'll tell you why this is, this is just, I mean, uh, this principle, it's subtle, but it's, but it's dangerous uh, because again, he said that the Holy Spirit at Pentecost came and brought disorder and then, and then out of disorder. Well, you know, I guess little by little, we, we, we started, we started receiving order. Well, that couldn't be farther from the truth because the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, 33, it says, God is not a God of disorder, Preach but of it, peace. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Yes. In fact, disorder comes, it comes from Satan. It comes from Satan. Right. 2 Corinthians 12, 20, the Bible says, For I fear that when I come, I may find you not such as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish that you that there may be that there may be uh, rivalry dis, uh, yeah that there may be rivalry jealousy fury selfishness slander gossip conceit and disorder in other words saint paul is denouncing saying when i come back corinthians i don't want to find disorder yeah because disorder is not of god in fact to show you that disorder is not of god think about genesis 1 and 2 god 
in, in Genesis 1 is called Elohim. He's a God of order. And if you look yes, at Genesis yes. 1 and 2, out of the chaos, God brings perfect order and harmony. That's right. That's and right. So, yeah, so the Bible says in Genesis 1, 2, the, or, the earth was without form and, and void. And uh, in, in, you know, was, there was formlessness and emptiness. And God transforms the earth from chaos, from disorder to order, yeah. Yeah. according to his power and plan. So for Pope Francis yeah. to say that the Holy Spirit came yeah. and brought disorder, and then he brought order into, into the, the Pentecost, that's a stretch, Paul. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and we have to remember, yes, there will be perfect order in the end because nothing unclean will be in heaven that's when we get the church triumphant yes yes but right now in church militant it's hand-to-hand combat and there might be a lot of uh, uh disorder but it will it is to bring about a greater good amen we'll continue talking about next father pavone and his situation in the catholic church stick around we'll be right back Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. So why has the good Lord allowed this uh, crisis in the papacy, in the crisis in the church? I'll just make one last statement before we move on to Father Pavone's uh, situation. Our Lord has permitted this crisis as a punishment for our sins given the shameless immorality in today's world, starting with Catholics, because punishment starts in the household of God. I mean, can you imagine in the U.S. and many places, Satan right now is receiving public worship in the U.S. and in many places in our country. Unfathomable. Yep. Uh, This is something that wouldn't have happened when I was a kid. Nobody talked about Satan or Satan worship. This, This was something that was hidden, you know, and not, not spoken of maybe in dark places or in a closet or something. But the fact is, we, we can't be discouraged because amid the terrible storm shaking the Church of Christ right now, we must remain faithful to our doctrine and confident in the words of our divine Savior yes. of John sixteen thirty three. Remember what Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Repeat that ten times. I have overcome Amen. the world. Just let that, be, let that be burned in your soul. I have overcome Amen. the world. And let's not forget that Mary Most Holy, the Mother of Good Counsel, she will help us to remain faithful to the perennial teachings of the magisterium until we breathe our last breath. Paul, let's talk about Father Pavone and what's been happening with him. Yes. Catholic media outlets are claiming pro-life leader and priest for life founder Father Prank Pavone has been removed from the priesthood, but questions remain. Yeah. So he, Father Pavone spoke with the church militant on Sunday. And he, he claims that he is yet to be informed of his laicization by any Catholic Church authority. That's, of, that's, of, that's as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. But re, re, regardless of his current difficulties, Father Pavone is urging people to remain in the church. Obviously, here's what he said. I'm sticking with the church. No matter how corrupt the various clergy may be, it's never an excuse to go into schism or heresy. Okay, this 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 priest has the heart, the heart of a of the, of of a faithful son of the church here. Amen. He says, no matter how corrupt the various clergy may be, it's never an excuse to go into schism. Various media outlets are reporting a letter 
from papal nuncio. That's our, that's our current papal nuncio to the Vatican here in the U.S. He's like the the like an ambassador would be uh, from the White House to uh, to the Vatican. Uh, we call ours a papal nuncio. He's Archbishop Christopher Pierre accusing Father Pavone of quote blasphemous communications on social media. So that's the charge. And mm. also, here's a second charge against Father Pavone quote and persistent disobedience of the lawful instructions of of his diocesan bishop. So, Church Militant obtained a copy which of uh, the letter which states that Father Pavone was dismissed from the clerical state by the Holy See on November 9th, 2022. This action was taken after Father Pavone was found guilty in can- canonical proceedings of blasphemous communications on social media and of persistent disobedience of the lawful instructions of his diocesan bishop, the letter Pavone, Father, claims Father Pavone was given ample opportunity to defend himself and multiple opportunities to submit himself to the authority of his diocesan bishop. The existence of this letter came as a shock to the pro-life priest as he was told high-ranking Vatican officials were speaking to Pope Francis about resolving the ongoing conflict with his bishop, Patrick Zurich of the Diocese of Amarillo, Texas, who has been seeking his laicization for years. Want to pick it up from there, Paul? I don't hear Paul. Okay. The conflict appears to center on Father Pavone's permission to do full-time pro-life ministry. Permission he was granted in 1993 by the late Cardinal John O'Connor of the New York Archdiocese, one of the great cardinals of the Catholic Church, rest in peace. This permission was purportedly later revoked by Bishop Zurich. Quote, various, bishop, various bishops have used and pressured Bishop Patrick Zurich, Zurich in, the, in whose diocese of Amarillo, Amarillo Texas, uh, in, in whose diocese of Amarillo, Texas, I have been incarnated to, to try to block my ministry, writes Father Pavone in his written response to news of his alleged laicization. The Vatican has in various ways backed me up on that despite obstructions of various American bishops, Father Pavone noted. He cited the Congregation for the Clergy's 2005 approval of his request to ex-cardinate from New York to Amarillo and the Congregation's 2012 ruling in his favor against the invalid attempts of Bishop Zurich to restrict my ministry, telling him instead to be generous in letting me do this work. He was also backed by the Vatican in 2019 after Bishop Zurich tried to punish and restrict him for openly speaking against the pro-death agenda of the Democrat Party. See, that's the truth, Mm. Paul. That's exactly why they're going after him. Controversy after Father Pavone joined President Trump's advisory council in 2020, leading to complaints from Bishop Zurich. The Congregation for the Clergy asked that Father Pavone avoid political entanglements, a request Father Pavone quickly obeyed. Both the Trump campaign and, and, and I, Father Pavone says, willingly complied, quickly complied with the request for the Congregation for the Clergy because both the campaign and I respect the norms of the Church and saw no problem if I didn't have an official title or position as an advisory board member. 
The campaign and I both knew that I would continue to be vocally supportive of President Trump and that I would continue to be an invited guest at meetings with election volunteers, lead prayers, provide reflections, and so forth. In fact, I increased my involvement in these activities when the congregation for the clergy heard that I had complied with their wishes. They expressed quite a bit of joy and gratitude to me. Mm -hmm. Bishop Zurich has asked that Father Pavone limit his work with Priests for Life to part-time work while devoting more time to pastoral ministry. It is his refusal to obey this order that seems to be the disobedience alleged in the Vatican decree. Just, Jess, can we hold up right here? Yeah, comment? yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, listen, it's kind of like what the Democrat Party is doing to President Trump. Okay, why? We want to see your taxes. We want to see your taxes. In other words, they they are looking for a reason to discredit him. They are looking for a reason to accuse him. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, if if you look hard enough on anybody, you can find a reason. So in this case, yeah. you know, they're saying, yeah, they're saying, um, yeah, he's he's refused to take part in you know certain ministries. Uh, I think uh, I I read a response by uh, or, or I listened to a response by Father Pavone, and when he said that, hey, just put me under a bishop you know, who's, you know, a supportive bishop. And that's part of the problem today. Many of our bishops have been Bingo. corrupted and, ha and have adopted this world view, uh, you know, and this view essentially that is, uh, uh, they're in lockstep with the culture of death, dare I say, Jess, the culture of death rather than life. And here is a prime example when you see this man who is courageously, uh, and, and valiantly representing uh, the, you know, the, the gospel, you know, and, and yet and yet yet he he receives persecution from those who should be heralding him as a champion. And I, Paul, I, I think uh, you're you're spot on. I think you're tracking in the right direction. And I think that there's a lot of uh, many of the reasons why I think uh, that they're upset with him. Is because, mm -hmm. just to be, I'm going to be honest with you, the okay. uh, the Democrat <laughs> Party, yeah, funds a lot of money through the USCCB Ooh, for a lot yes. of their social justice programs. Follow the so, money, follow the money, brother. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's like it's like the great uh, Lutheran convert to the Catholic faith. He wrote this years ago. He's dead. Rest in peace, Father Richard John Newhouse. He called the USCCB about 20 years ago. He called them quote in an article that he wrote. The Democrat Party at prayer. The mm. Democrat Party at prayer. Another a great Catholic lay leader in the pro-life movement, Judy Brown, uh, in a book back in 2012, uh, mm -hmm. she, she wrote the, 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 and she, she wrote the book about the U.S. bishops. It's called The Broken Path. In that mm. book, Judy Brown says about the U.S. bishops, the Catholic bishops have got lost in the weeds of American politics. Mm -hmm. And so yes. be, because Father Pavone, and, and I, I can, I don't know how many bishops have actually said that the Democrat Party, their party platform is evil. What they represent is evil. I have a whole word file of one bishop after another. Mm -hmm. Burke, Mueller, uh, Strickland. Yes. I mean, when I, and, and what happened, I think because Father Pavone poked the bear too much as far as yeah. we're concerned. 
And this yeah. is why they're coming after him. They want to silence him, well, Paul, before the 2024 yeah. elections. Yeah, Jess, let me tell you something. Do not be unevenly yoked together with unbelievers, sacred scripture says. Now, we often apply that to marriage. You know, you don't want to have an unbelieving husband and wife because in the end, you have nothing in common. And, the, you know, and in the end, it, 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 you know, it, it, it leads to disaster. Right. Yeah. But and so so here what you have is the church has become yoked together with politics Correct. and the poli yeah yeah and, and in this case the democrat party so many so many of our leaders in our church have uh you know have joined themselves like you said the coffers are full and this is you know in a sense this is like they're almost like the democrat party is a bunch of lobbyists and they'll say hey we'll give you it's the same thing going on in china when uh china the communist chinese party is providing money to the church in order to allow influence on determining who the bishops are in China and subjecting millions of Christians, Catholic Christians in China to godless rulers or rulers who are sympathetic to communist causes. And that stifles the truth. That's what we got here, Paul. We've got, uh, mm -hmm. we've got the deep state and the deep state has, is affecting the deep church. Uh, Amen. And, and, and again, we will fight against this until we have our last breath. Jesus and I will only got one more segment. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Yes, if I'm ready, we will. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. So what do Father Father James Altman and Father Frank Pavone have in common? Both priests, good, holy priests, holy men of God. You don't hear any scandals. These guys don't have some homosexual app on their phone and, and you know, they're having hookups with homosexuals. These guys aren't out there, uh, uh, you know, with uh, beach houses, raping little boys and raping seminarians. No, both these, both these good, holy, and I know both of them real well. Mm -hmm. uh, both these holy priests were canceled by their bishops, successors of the apostles, because they're speaking out against the Democrat Party. And they're calling mm -hmm. out the Democrat Party for what they are, the party of death. This is, this is sickening. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, God, uh, the wheels of justice grind slowly, but they will grind before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ for every one of us. And boy, yes. woe to you if you're a bishop... And you're part of, uh, and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're defending the principles of the party of death. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I'm reminded of Jesus's words when he says, "For what fellowship have darkness to do with the light?" The Democrat Party is the party that champions homosexual marriage, literally obliterating the family. The Democrat Party is the one pushing for to codify into our laws the abortion on demand up to and even after birth, believe it or, believe it or not, uh, yeah. infanticide. Uh, you know, it's just incredible. Uh, the Democrat Party is the one that is pushing uh, uh, euthanasia. Uh, Jess, uh, 
like you said, there's going to be a, a lot to give an account for. But if you had to guess, yes, if you had to take a guess, what percentage of the U.S. bishops would would align themselves with the Democrat Party? I would have to say at least half, without a doubt. And I got that from two sources uh, that are both okay. in, both are insiders in the USCCB. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, about about half, without a doubt. Uh, wow. And I'll and I'll tell you why. Again, follow the money because the Democrat Party. There, it's just like they bought these elections. What 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 do they do? Okay, this big old uh, you know trillion dollar spending bill that Biden signed, and he sends you know billions of dollars over to Zelensky, and then uh, Zelensky uh, it, it it goes to another it party. It back. Yeah, it money yeah. launders it back. Yeah. And it money laundered over here to the different uh, uh, Democrats running for Congress and Senate. They were awash with money here in the U.S. It came right back full circle. It was our money, our taxpayer money that funded the stealing of the elections of the Democrats in, 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 for the elections that just happened. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to beat these cheaters because these guys, the seventh and eighth commandment, stealing and lying means nothing to them, Paul. Nothing. Well, well, yeah, and, and, here's a, and here's the other factor. Uh, groups that are supposed to, you know, never allow this, <clears throat> the FBI, they have been compromised. Their leadership is, 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 is drunk with, uh, you know, uh, with uh, whatever they're passing yeah. around as well. And this is the issue that FBI, I mean, I'm sure you heard of the recent, uh, uh, you know, stuff going around that the FBI and Twitter with uh, Elon Musk and how the oh, FBI yeah. was uh, essentially silencing the voices of American people, anything in opposition of a Democrat idea, we're telling Twitter to just shut them down, essentially violating our constitutional right to free speech. Yep, this is where we're at, Paul. Uh, we, yep. we're, 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 we're dealing right now. It, the, the lines are very clear. You got the sons of God and you got the sons of Satan. You got the children of light and you got the children of darkness. And I'll tell you the two issues yeah. that separates both camps. The issue of what you believe about marriage. Do you believe in marriage as God sees marriage? Adam and Eve, uh, male and female, put upon planet Earth to to uh, to procreate and to raise families, and also the issue of what do you believe about the sanctity of human life? As God says in Psalm 139, uh, before, I, before I knew you, uh, I knew you in your mother's you in womb. womb. Yeah. I yeah. formed you in before, the womb and knit you together in the secret you. place. That's right. Yes. Uh, those are the two yeah. issues, Paul, right there that separate both camps in the United States and around the world. Yeah. And, uh, and this is very clear. Uh in, in other words, there's two ways to live in as an American. You either have a biblical worldview, you see the eyes with the lenses of God, or you have a yep. secular humanist worldview where right. all you care about is this weekend, your next fornicating experiments, and your yep. next margarita. Yeah, yep. and listen, uh, Jess, uh, you know, since we're coming near the end, I'm going to ask you, you know, what's the solution that you always deliver so brilliantly, but, you know, we need to hear it because people need to but uh, these uh, these things that we're talking about, uh, you know, they cannot be uh, dealt with in a natural way. We have to continue to do the things that God calls us to do. And 
you won't be popular. In fact, you will be persecuted. Those that live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Am I on to something, Jess? Absolutely. Paul, as, as, as Catholics, first and foremost, let's remember that evil never rests. We're going to be fighting together until the end of our life. So let's mm -hmm. just, just, just get that out there. But mm -hmm. as Catholics, we're called to be a lighthouse amidst the gathering storm. We're called Take to be prayer home, warriors. We're called to be prayer warriors, number one. But we don't stop there. We're also called to get faith without works is dead. We're also called to be at... Be active in your local area, wherever you live, your local town, city. Make sure that you're involved. Make sure that you're voting. Make sure you're supporting the right candidate. There are good people running. Don't, don't, don't you know, overgeneralize and say everybody's a crook. And, not everybody's a crook and Paul. There are some good people running. Uh, make sure that, that uh, you can see how you can uh, help as a poll watcher. So once again, and also anytime you have a conversation we're called to speak the truth. Keep firing those missiles of truth against the wall of lies from this culture of death. And let's not forget, most especially, don't forget, as we're worrying about the things that are happening around us, we have to worry most importantly about our domestic church. That's your house. Make sure you're discipling, yeah. mentoring your domestic church. Make mm -hmm. sure you're making disciples for Jesus Christ amongst your yeah. children, amongst their, their spouses, amongst your grandkids. Yeah. If, we're not, if we're not evangelizing them and forming them to be disciples, then again, they're going to be part of the Marxist problem. So yeah. make sure that your domestic church, that you're, uh, you as the patriarch, you're constantly mentoring and discipling and praying for and doing penance for your domestic church. Again, pray your rosary every single day. No yeah. excuses. St. Dominic received the rosary from Our Lady in 1214 AD. Why? To defeat heresy. <coughs> We're dealing with the heresy of communism right now. Yeah. Socialism. Yes, yes. Catholics, pray your rosary every single day. Follow, fire those missiles of truth into the cosmos, into the wall of lies, yeah. right into the heart yeah. of demons. Catholics, go to Mass as often as possible. <clears throat> yes, we're mandated to go to Mass based on the Third Commandment on Sundays. I get that, and we, and we, don't, we don't have to go. We get to go. What a, what a privilege give, to go. Give us to stay our daily bread, brother. Amen. But if you can go during the week, a few times during the week, better, even better. The more you can receive the Eucharist and get on your knees and pray for or, for the, or your domestic church and the well, sins of the world and the sins of the church, the better as well. Paul, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Jess. So you just touched on it because in the end, all of those things, those things in the temporal world, you know, they... Yeah, they mean something because it's the world that we live in and we want to, you know, and, and we want people to come to the realization of the truth. But the only way uh, that they're going to see the truth is, uh, is by the grace of God, you know, that is brought down on them by the Holy Spirit of God. And so personal sanctity, uh, you know, the two almost seem like they're not connected. How can little old Awalita, little old person, you know, what can I do to affect all of this? Be holy. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, God says. God says he can heal the land and will heal the land. If one thing, if we turn from our wicked ways and, and, and pray, Jess, become personally holy and sanctified, this is what unleashes God's grace on this world. Um, and so um, 
uh, again, wondering, you know, well, where do I start? And what can I do? I can only do this. I can't even leave my house. I'm in a wheelchair. Pray, pray, pray. Amen. Pray for our, and pray for our leaders. Pray for our bishops. Pray for the Pope. Pray that God, God will have mercy on us. Yes. Yes. And remember, our Lord says that some demons can only be driven away through prayer and fasting. Make yes. sure that yes. you incorporate fasting as part of your as part of your life as a Catholic. And make it simple. Just say, hey, on Fridays, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fast all year for the sins of this country, for the sins of the church, for yeah. the sins of my family, for my sins. Just start, just call it. Every single Friday, I'm going to fast. Uh, you could go meatless, uh, reduce your intake. Just do. Just make sure you incorporate fasting. It's very powerful because, again, Mark 9, 29, some demons can only be driven up by prayer and fasting. And also, read the Word of God every day. Read the daily Ooh. mass readings. You got two calendars. You got the old right. You got the new right. Just open up your Bible and see, okay, what, what uh, passages is the church proclaiming today at Holy Mass? Read them every day. Meditate upon them. Ask God, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And God will honor that prayer as you read Scripture. Also, remember, continue living in a state of grace. And I'm telling you, things are, things are so bad right now that, uh, you know, the great minds of the church, Venerable Fulton Sheen in his book, Life is Worth Living, on his chapter on confession, he was asked uh, 30, 40 years ago, uh, Bishop Sheen, how many how often should a person go to confession? He said, lay people once a month. Once a month is, 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 uh, uh, is, is a good uh, practice, a good monastic practice so that you can mm -hmm. remain right with God. Go to confession yeah. once a month. And again, Catholics wake up, America wake up to Jesus. Don't hit yeah. the snooze button, okay? There is yeah. going to be a global warming alert one day, and that's when Jesus is coming. And the question is, <laughs> are you ready? Are you in a state of yeah. grace? You know, as as coaches tell kids in football, baseball, basketball, these team sports, they say, hey, hey, young man, make sure you leave it all out on the field. I like that. Well, I'm going to tell you, make sure that before you die, you leave it all out on the field for Jesus. Amen. And uh, again, uh, you know, we need to be burdened for his ministry, and that is for souls. Yes, yes. Well, that's a wrap, Paul. Good. Thanks a lot, partner. I love doing this All Monday right, show with you. Uh, Jesus 911 up next. Uh, Gary Machuda, hands on apologetics. Coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for myself and Paul, we are 10 7 out of service. We are EOW, end of watch. We are out, but we're never off duty for Jesus and Our Lady. We are always at their beckoning call. See you next time.